Hi, I'm Josh Chang, and I'm an analyst at the Center for Strategic and Budgetary Assessments. Hi, I'm Bridge Colby. I'm the author of The Strategy of Denial, American Defense in an Age of Great Power Conflict, and a principal at the Marathon Initiative. So today for our Convo 6 episode, Bridge and I will be discussing uh, Bridge's book. And in the context of what's been going on in the Indo-Pacific, uh, the United States has been focused primarily on how to ensure the successful uh, defense of Taiwan, uh, but first deterring a potential uh, PLA incursion against the island. Admiral Davidson mentioned this sort of uh, six-year time frame, which, which he mentions the PLA would be capable of initiating operations against the island. And Bridge, sort of the first question I want to pose to you is that uh, with all these efforts that the Department of Defense is undertaking uh, to, I guess, contribute to deterrence uh, against China in the region, uh, and using your book as the framework, uh, as sort of this evaluative framework, where do you think we're at right now? Would you give it sort of an A, B, C, D, or F? Um, what's your sort of take on where the U.S. stands um, with sort of building up this deterrent framework around Taiwan? Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Josh. And it's, a, it's a great question. I, I don't think we're where we need to be. I think we've been moving and we've been uh, adapting, uh, starting probably with the third offset strategy and then continuing kind of accelerating with national defense strategy. And it seems like the Biden administration Pentagon is largely also focused on China. But... Uh, the, the, I don't think with the requisite urgency and scale and focus uh, that is required. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned the, the Davidson window, and of course, the Taiwan Minister of Defense just this week, earlier this week, suggested that by 2025, the Chinese might be able to do it at relatively low cost and risk. So I am very concerned that we face the potential for a Chinese attack against Taiwan, and that wouldn't be the end of the story, of course. Uh, you know, there's clearly will. Uh, there's increasingly the capacity, and I think there's also a window issue. I mean, that, that Davidson was alluding to, which is a lot of our investments are not going to pan out till the end of the decade or early the next decade. And you know, I'm not sure how good our indicators are. So I think we really need to really need to cover down in the next couple of years. I think, from what I understand, the administration's uh, budget request was not quite what we needed, especially in the nearer term. So I think the Congress is going to add some stuff. I hope uh, through the Pacific Deterrence Initiative. But, um, you know, I think we're really playing with fire here. So I think we need to, to, to really double down and, and focus on, on the Taiwan scenario. You know, thanks for those points, Bridge. And just a follow-up question to that is um, a key asset for the United States in sort of building this deterrent framework is our allies. And I know uh, in your book, Strategy of Denial, you outlined this anti-hegemonic coalition uh, that would be the basis for countering Chinese moves in the region. Uh, you list a host of, you know, allies, partners, um, non-allies that could uh, play a role in that coalition. Uh, and given the wide multitude of differing uh, threat perceptions of China by these different allies, uh, varying interests, uh, what would you say is the right approach um, for the United States in, say, um, locking down the allies who we know will be credible and dependable in a Taiwan scenario? Is there a sort of a framework by which we could use to parse out who's reliable, who may hedge, and who is not reliable? Um, and who do you think are like your top candidates in ensuring that deterrent framework? Right. I, I think of it in a couple of categories. I mean, basically oriented to China. It's largely about capacity, threat, and uh, a degree of, of uh, ability to contribute to shared goals. And really, if you look at that it, that way, nobody in the region has the ability to contribute to common contingencies other than Japan and Australia, right? Because South Korea, which is highly capable, is going to have its hands full defending itself against North Korea, let alone China, which is going to be an increasing challenge. Vietnam doesn't have the capacity. 
Indonesia and Malaysia don't really have the meaningful capacity and they're likely to free ride since they're behind the front, what's effectively the front line. So the two countries that really matter from a coalition perspective in the Western Pacific are Japan and Australia. And that's, I think, that's where we need to put our, our effort in term, and, and with Taiwan especially, but Taiwan's just going to be focused on defending itself. But, but getting that alliance and partnership uh, right in this military context is critical. And I think we need to not overcomplicate it. This is not about getting you know, Thailand to participate in an exercise in the Gulf. This is about Taiwan, uh, uh, Taiwan dramatically increasing its defense capability and sharply focusing it along the lines of the overall defense concept. Ditto, it's about the Japanese at least doubling their defense budget now and focusing on the defense of their home islands and, and Taiwan, which is part of the, or basically part of the archipelago. And Australia is, is leading the way in this. And then with India, I, my view is basically we, we kind of defer to India and South Asia that you know we're not going to be able to focus a lot there. India has the will, the way. It's got the interest in resisting Chinese incursions into the region. So we should kind of uh, you know defer to them as sort of a regional sheriff. Gotcha. Yeah, those are great points, Bridge. And just a sort of sub point to that, um, for particularly quad partners like uh, Australia or India, uh, for them, do you see more of a sort of a horizontal escalatory role for them in terms of contributing to the broader strategy? You rightfully mentioned that Japan sort of has the uh, closer proximity to Taiwan, therefore having some defense there. But do you see a horizontal escalation role for Australia and India in this case? Not much. I mean, I, I don't think horizontal relying on horizontal escalation is a good strategy for us. I think they could play a role in deterring China's uh, uh, effort to escalate that way. But I think we've got to win the direct battle through, through to the standard of denial I laid out in the book. Thanks for this conversation, Bridge. It's great talking with you. Thanks, Josh.